Welcome back, everybody, to Wondering Into Wellness. Lydia and Gil here, your usual. And today we have lovely guests on What's In Your Baskets, our first two-pronged guest mm. approach. It is Lucy and Cara of Founders of Mom Talks, which is a beautiful, beautiful company which organise mom meetups around the country and also online. And I have worked with you both before and done pregnancy yes. yoga and all sorts of things on your events. I love them. I've been at the in-person ones and the online ones. And it's just such a lovely thing as a mum, when you get a young baby, often you're really isolated and you're just kind of stuck in your house going, this is it, this is what this is. It's not great. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys have these things where you can kind of go, I can come, I can chat to other mums, I can learn about stuff. There's always great speakers. Sometimes there's physical movement practices and different things, but your babies are welcome to come as well. And so it just facilitates that loveliness for mums to get out of the house and, and not feel like you're kind of stuck in that little bubble. Yeah, so, that's a lovely intro. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect to be here. You can do our yeah. power now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the job. In the market for job. Actually, advertising. So, and um, thank you for coming on What's in the Basket. We, I don't think we've kind of talked really about why we did this in the first place, but mm. it was ultimately because, and I think you guys will get this more than anyone we've had on really. When I was a teenager and I used to read like Cosmopolitan and stuff, there was always some kind of a feature of like what's in this person's handbag. And I just found it fascinating to like, what bomb have they got? Have they got like rescue remedy? Like you were saying, or what do they keep in their bag? Because I always have millions of weird stuff, like 25 Skittles hanging around the bottom and like an army figure, like all the people that hate it, weird stuff. And so we wanted to talk about when you come into the health food store, and this is obviously Finn's health food store, the Hopsack. What are the things that you would pick up? What do you actually use in your life? What do you want to use in your life? Mm. And just for people to get to see a little bit behind the scenes of like who you guys are as individuals as well, not just as mum talks, the collective. Mm. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for having us. You're very welcome. <laughs> yeah, so like, I think like your your selections are fun because there's like, there's a bit of self-care there, which is the mum talks approach, right? But there's a bit of health. Curious, talk, talk to us through, like, so you obviously both have kids, like, you're, you're a mum's first and, not first and foremost, that's yeah. not true, identity of your own, but <laughs> in terms of the business you set up, it was as a mum from mums, right, or two yeah. mums from mums, so yeah. can you talk to us a little bit about that, and did it influence, like, the sorts of things you do, your health approach, and that sort of stuff? Yeah, so we set, set up Mum Talks about six years ago, and um, the kind of, I suppose, the idea came from the fact that, yes, we'd had our own children and we had felt that when we had our babies that the focus was very much on the baby mm. is the baby okay you went to the six-week check baby's okay tick 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 mm. tick how are you doing yeah grand we'll put you back tired, on. but i'll do so yeah yeah i'll make it home well, well, I, yeah. back out of there so um we just really wanted to create a space and a community and events that focused on the mom mm. and just to remind moms that it's really important to look after yourselves during this time you know we've gone through this massive transition we've gone through this big identity shift we need to put ourselves back on the top of our to-do list. Mm. So yeah, self-care is is very important. And do you find it as mums, is it getting easier as the kids get older or is it still, are you still in that? No, you know, you know. <laughs> Damn, lots of shakings of heads for those who are listening and no, watching. No, no, it's, it's just really different. It's different, it's really yeah. different. But I think, I think what's different in that respect is that we're probably a bit we know who we are now a bit more than what what who we were when we had our children yes yeah. that change was so dramatic whereas now i think we found our group of mothers and now it's just dealing with the challenges of pre-major teenager yeah. and, and our, as our kids grow but if i think the, the biggest challenge for women is when they 
the coming months of that fourth trimester mm. that we talk about then the support should be out there and, and I think a lot of women feel really forgotten and it's really important to I mean we're a small aspect of giving mums a voice and that you aren't forgotten because we felt very forgotten and that's why we set it up so yeah. interesting I was talking to a mum this morning as well who sure remain nameless is a bit private but she was um she was she's got two kids who are early teens guy and just pre-teens girl and she's been lost in the world of being a mum and working part-time and trying to do all those things and you know some of the things that got reset positively during the pandemic her husband started to make the lunch boxes because they suddenly don't see hi in a minute there's you're not running out the door anymore do you know like can we kind of reset this but still she says even like post-pandemic a lot of things just slipped back to where they were and so she's retraining now in um, as a Pilates teacher and she's trying to like put herself on the map as an individual as well as a mum like all it's kind of this handling of multiple identities is the thing yeah, yeah. it's kind of it's screwballs yeah, yeah but also I think it's the different seasons of the mm. life that you're in and with the different stages of the kids so maybe like for that fourth trimester and for the first few years you're very much like the kids the kids kids and mm. then maybe as you kind of start to come out of that kind of foggy kind of time then maybe you do want to start going okay now I do have a bit more time to mm -hmm. put myself forward a bit and just kind of recognise that this is the stage that I'm at of my life and yeah. and acknowledging it and saying that's okay it's okay if you want to like take a little step back now but then you can always come back into it or yeah. whatever so it's yeah we're we love the community that we've created because yeah. it is all about that kind of support and bringing mums together to talk about the reality of motherhood and right. what it's actually about as opposed to kind of what you can either see on social but also what we're kind of as you're saying when we were 15 16 in those magazines like what the perception of motherhood was back then because mm. they were kind of beliefs that maybe would have got become ingrained into us of what society and culture expected of us yeah. as moms so it's nice to kind of maybe just put the spotlight back on well, what does it actually mean to you and you get to define motherhood mm. how do you want to do it one question from that as well do your mums understand what you're doing now or does this seem bonkers to them or are they like oh we should have been doing this too or uh, like... our mums are the number one like supporters oh really uh, unbelievable i mean they go to pretty much every meetup one of them are both of them are on the oh, door wow. um, <clears throat> and i think they actually think they would love something for their age mm -hmm. because they're grandmothers so they're dealing with my you know i suppose everyone is a bit healthier now so they are thank god they're quite energetic and they have you know energy mm. but they have the challenges of our you know they worry about us and they worry about their grandchildren and they worry they so the grandmother still worries like they did when we were born mm. and they're like god we're forgotten you know older women it's it's society they're we're forgotten like yeah. we've been forgotten and i think our moms have really believed and also they can see we've made a difference like we've That's made cool. a difference to a lot of people um, mm. and like i don't think we give ourselves the credit sometimes that mm. you know we get really nice messages that actually we are doing something that wasn't there, mm -hmm. that isn't there for other moms to meet up and bring mm -hmm. their baby along. So I don't know, I think our moms are, are and, they can, and they're our number one helpers. They come along to our events as well. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're actually there on the ground with you. Unpaid help. It's extra. <laughs> 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 it's actually, it's well, you're you're family, family, right? I get a bunch of flowers once a year. It's so true because I remember then, I don't know if it was the first event that I did with you guys that was in that lovely hotel. Uh, in town and you know we were sitting around on kind of big tall stools and there were loads of people there and I was talking and rather than you're going one of our first events yeah I think it was kind of early on and I remember telling the story of like how ultimately shit it was for me when Ruben was little and how bad the sleep was and how whenever I told that story to people when he was little people were just like well I just don't want to hear I just want to hear that everything's wonderful and beautiful and that you love it and when I was done I'm not 
loving it. That's not what's happening here. People are like, don't hear it. And I still have people, still just this week, I had someone come up to me and go, I've been following you online ever since that event because no one had said out loud what I heard you say, which is what I felt at that moment. So it is, I mean, that's like six years ago. Mm. It is, and it's massive. And I think that's kind of one of the things about, so with Mum Talks, we have three speakers that come and speak. Mm. And we usually have like an expert who will talk about kind of mental health or or yoga. Um, but then we also have people that talk about their experience of motherhood. So they're just moms talking about right. their experience of motherhood. And I think that's just so important because I think it does take away a bit of that shame that I think women can sometimes feel when they are struggling because they're like, I'm a woman. I was born to do this and yeah. we're like no it's okay like we weren't we're not given a handbook we're not given the support of this circle that w- that women and mothers mm. you know generations before and would have had like we are literally just trying to mm. trying to do it all and it's not possible to do it all at the same time so you know we're kind of it's um and i think by women talking about that and sharing their experiences then it just makes you feel less alone and less kind of like you're failing and then maybe gives another mom the confidence to talk about how they're feeling and then we have hopefully create this ripple effect and like all feeling like okay we're all finding a bit shit at certain stages so that's okay I just need to be kind to myself during those times Mm -hmm. rather than beating myself up and feeling like I'm failing as a woman but it speaks to this kind of fracturing of community in general doesn't it this kind of isolation thing even in actually most specifically in urban environments where we're the most population dense where the most people are people feel the most alone and you're like hang on that's backwards. Something's got to be fundamentally fixed about that. If you have more people like to hand, but you're finding yourself less, you know, connected to them, then we're just doing something so, so, so wrong. Um, but yeah, I think like when I was down, we were farming in Rest Common uh, for about 20 years. And I, when I was down there, it was weird because it, it was lonely. Like definitely, I mean, like you're the only person within five miles. You know, I was farming on my own for a bunch of it. But I'd have a neighbor who was like, you know, the next neighbor over, you know you could go to him and you would go to him as opposed to like when I was living in Radla and I didn't know anybody in the apartment block I was in until four years in my next door neighbor's apartment flooded and I got a bang on the door at four in the morning he was like oh hi I'm Laura I'm like oh right how, how's it going let's work this out and then it went back to the same thing the next day once the flood was over it's I think so it's really powerful that oral tradition and understanding it's like yes it's for women but it's also for men there's, there's so much that needs to be like and for grandmothers to like yeah. have their identity nourished by knowing there's other people going to the same thing yeah. as them and just to know that like you were talking about seasons that you have value we have worth in all of the different seasons whether mm-hmm. you're a kid or you're a mum of a kid or you're mm-hmm. a mum of a mum group or you're a partner you know whatever it is that there is worth in all of them i think that we've really focused society now values that you know beyond the pretty fertile phase whether you're a man or a woman mm-hmm. and then anything outside of those things like kids are meant to be shh, be quiet sit that deaf don't say anything mm-hmm. and anyone older than that you're just like invisible mm-hmm. it would be in the margins over there mm-hmm. and and what you're doing you know it starts in the epicenter we change that from the mom we change it in that birthing of the mother it changes and goes all the way out into everyone who supports that community and around so Sometimes I think, you know, like you were saying, you don't give yourself enough credit. We undervalue ourselves as mothers, but even in our business world, we do one thing. You, you know, you often say to me, oh, I, I'm just a shopkeeper. Mm-hmm. No, you're helping like thousands and thousands of people in the community and in community communities getting better health. That's mm-hmm. that's powerful stuff. But we, we often think like unless we're doing something massive or we're famous or whatever, mm-hmm. that what we do doesn't have worth. And so I think what you're doing is giving that message really clearly to so many people. And mm-hmm. that's really important. 
And it's good, eh? There's talking to your pics. Yeah. Yes. So there's some self-care in there. Yeah. There's some home care in there. Yeah. <laughs> there's a bit of uh, family health care in there as well. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to start maybe, actually, we start with the fam. Like, what, yes. what, like, talk to us about you made, well, we kind of guided you towards it a little yeah. bit, but you were looking for a vitamin D for your kids, yeah? Yes. So, um, Juliette, who is 14, she's mm -hmm. actually taking a vitamin D tablet, but okay. then Charlie is four, so okay. he is, oh, yeah. obviously wouldn't be taking yeah, yeah. tablets or wouldn't really take anything. Yeah. Um, so, and I just heard about how vitamin D was so important yeah, this yeah. time of year. I see it's probably for the for his immune system. So if yeah. I was asking what would be a, what would be a, a good recommendation, yeah. and I, I mean, love this, I love the color and it's the, so cute, isn't yeah. it? I yeah, love so their whole range that they've done with the world well. Collab. The one that you get a lot is the popping candy bath salts. Mm -hmm. that they're actually so, epic. They're they really magnesium cool. bath salts. So you know magnesium, yeah. like extra salts that you put in yeah. your bath, it helps with sleep. So for me, like that's key for my kid. And they have lavender in there as well. But they put popping candy as well. So when it goes in the bath, it actually fizzles and pops. And it fizzles and pops for like ages. Not oh, just like, 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 like oh, really. Yeah, yeah. So it's great because then he wants to have that bath before bed. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and they're little like, easy to do the bath bed yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And they get all mellow. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, so yeah. easy. But now he's like mm. headed to the bath, shoving them for oh, a minute. So cool. And they've done this whole collab to make normal everyday products that you want to bring into their lives mm. a bit more fun and fantastical which yeah. is a whole world out there. Everybody loves a bit of Roald Dahl in their life that's for sure. Do your, do your kids do Roald Dahl? Is that a thing? Would they, know, uh, would they know James and the Giant Peach when it gets home? Again the teenager will but yeah. Charlie well and we introduced the, the book yeah. as well and yeah. kind of the two. Yeah it's a nice yeah. way to do it. So vitamin D obviously like you say it's a winter health thing it's such a big part of I think originally like seasonal affective disorder was probably the first thing that we kind of started to think about vitamin D for and then during the swine flu thing, there was another huge, actually the big study that I came across first, that was like, whoa, vitamin D. First found out that it was a hormone, not a vitamin at all. We shouldn't be calling it a vitamin. So it, and that's one of the reasons why it's not just for immune health, but it's for mood and it's for bone strength and all these sorts of things. So it's a really interesting thing. And it, um, during the swine flu, there was a guy in a psychiatric hospital who was using it for, you know, mood corrective stuff as a, as a trial in one ward. And swine flu went through the hospital, and like every other word, dum 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 dum, the swine flu. So I'm having quite serious effects from it. Mm -hmm. And his word, not a single person got swine flu, and that started a whole mad deluge of research into vitamin D and its ability to affect them and improve and augment our immune system. So yeah, I think if you're going to pick one thing, but also beautifully because it's dark outside, you know, everyone's a bit more cranky waking up on a dark morning. It's really people notice a difference from that. They really do from getting vitamin and D. It's, and it's a spray, which is great. Which so. Is, one spray in the mouth done and tastes like kind of delicious like grape and orange and raspberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that being a fun game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gamify it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And is supplementation a thing in your house? Is that something you do regularly, or is it like, is this recent the vitamin D thing? It again, it kind of tends to be the season. So kind of during the summertime, I kind of tend to think we're going to be okay, Did and I? then but then coming into like back to. What, Turning around back to school, so yeah, kind of mm. September, October, mm. I start thinking, okay, what do I need yeah, to help? Yeah. Um, so this and then the vitamin C as well would be smart, yeah, smart, smart, smart. Yeah, so you got zinc as well in there. What else? And then some nice mix, uh, zinc and vitamin A. So it comes from mucous membranes, mucous membranes. So one of the things we always talk about, mucous membrane health is like the most important thing probably for winter uh, respiratory prevention of respiratory infection because it's I don't know if you know about this. Our mucous membranes particularly those of us in speaking types of professions, when our, our vocal cords are dried out from talking all the, all the time, we're going from cold to warm temperatures, from air conditioned to outside and that sort of stuff, that's when the mucous membrane dries out. And it's it, the function of that little membrane, the little buffer, is designed to prevent 
bacteria from adhering onto the lining of our very delicate human tissues. And so when mucous membrane is functioning properly, it just keeps flushing the stuff out. But when it dries out, that's when you get infections. So vitamin A is critical actually for mucous membrane health as well. So it's another part of the whole thing. One of the reasons why our parents might have given us cod liver oil as a kid, mm -hmm. that was the vitamin A content for immunity for the mucous membrane thingy. And is this just for children or can I take it as well? You can take it. You just have to take whomping doses of it to get, you know, okay. actually, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, you would, because the, the zinc is only one and a half milligrams, so it's, you know, uh, we might be taking 10, 15, 30, or 60 milligrams as adults, so okay. it really is for the kids, probably like from like 15 upwards, they might yeah, be the thinking about the adult, the adult version. We're going to roll it out on the front, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it fun? Yeah. Okay. So, where will we jump from so, there? Yeah. Which one of yours should we choose first? Oh, well, so we're going family. Okay. I was talking about linseed, so linseed, my mum would put on linseed what if we see see yes puts on all her porridge every morning and she's always telling all of her daughters to mm. put and i always mean to and then i was shopping i was like oh linseed i'm gonna go for that and for the whole family as well yeah and i genuinely did not know what linseed is for so do you want to talk okay, through why you just take linseed you walk into linseed yeah and a digestive health okay. i think yeah so, so linseed or flax seeds um they're the same uh you can use it for loads of different things. So there's there's a beauty aspect of it. But first, they're again, like exactly what Finn was talking about, they're that kind of mucolytic thing. They still mm -hmm. encode our mucous membranes. And they, they would have been traditionally used by our parents. Like I was the same when we were just waxing and because when I was little, I used to get really bad constipation. And so what they do, like a chia seed, is that they get that kind of mucusy gel around it. And that mucusy gel goes into your body and it lines the gut and just moves everything along a little bit easier. And it also binds to stuff as well. So it just helps everything be a little bit more hydrated mm -hmm. as it moves through. So it's great for constipation, gut healthy stuff. It's really good. You taught me how um, my little guy would be really front and mouth ulcers. Mm -hmm. Now I could sometimes get them again. If, like you said, if we do a lot of talking and I'm not hydrating, I'll get mouth ulcers. Mm -hmm. You can just put linseeds into water and make it let them sit there for i don't know how long do you do it oh, like minimum 30 minutes but really overnight is the ideal and then you just take that water and sweat it around your mouth like a mouthwash right. and it's amazingly effective i've only true this weekend with a mouthful mouth ulcer really? and i was at, using albasol or you know the other stuff okay. that was yeah. painful yeah <laughs> i would be using that yeah. that's yeah. so interesting you have it in your cupboard that, yeah there's so many things what we're always trying to do and i know that you're great at this as well with the shop is that you know, yes you have all the products that you sell but you're always trying to tell people and educate people use about like cup. use the stuff that's in your cupboard use the lemons or the ginger or whatever is there or, or the, baking you, soda. the baking soda <laughs> side of it it's always there's yeah. always yeah. millions of uses for those things yeah. and then having those you know really getting in that early stage of a mouthful so you can yeah the difference but I, it has changed my relationship to mouthfuls that is yeah. so oil. interesting and then this has also so this is flaxseed oil hemp seed oil avocado oil evening primrose oil and pumpkin seed oil mm. so those are all like lovely fatty products they're things for you know we were talking about kind of menopause perimenopause things mm. once you get kind of over 35 when i'm talking to women about skin health i'm always saying that season of our skin from 35 upwards is kind of hydration so it's about what do we put in our body? How do we hydrate it? And then Ayurveda, we would talk about like food, just formal foods, so things that are hydrating. And those are all the oils, dates, nuts, avocados, all those kinds of things. So we hydrate from the inside out. And then we want to put oils on our skin. So oil cleansers, serums, oils on our face, that kind of stuff. And this, that's why they call this the beauty oil, because it's just so nourishing for everything. But it has myriad other benefits, right? I mean, yeah. you can talk more I, like, about I, it. Like, yeah, I could go on for hours about it. Um, <laughs> I won't go on for hours about it, though. But like, yeah, essentially, so flaxseed oil, you've got like lots of antioxidants that protect 
the skin from damage as well. What's beautiful about whole foods, this, the fundamental thing is that always when you find a whole food, you'll find the thing that's vulnerable to oxidation, so like the fats, mm-hmm. and you'll find the fat-soluble antioxidants, the thing to prevent the fat from spoiling. Which unfortunately, when you know we look at kind of modern food stuff, refined processed stuff, those things are always removed. So that's why you get to a whole food, you always have the two things encapsulated. And that's why, so going around the body, preventing heart disease, thinking of that sort of stuff, like cholesterol, oxidation, cholesterol is the big thing that causes heart disease, essentially you're one of them. And fat-soluble antioxidants are the thing that prevents it, because that prevents cholesterol from oxidizing in our, in our body, so in our bloodstream. So yeah, that's a big thing. Protecting from your skin from damage from sunlight, it's huge for that. Um, eye health as well, linseed oil is powerful for eye health, particularly for moisturization, that lubrication on the tear film. Pumpkin seed oil, also great for like, so, so fats are hormones as well, like you were saying, in terms of times of life. Um, like if you, foundational fats, like one of the things that guy, um, David Wolf used to say, um, who's a kind of, uh, he's a bit of a weird hippie, but he has some really great information as well. He um, he would say that like, when, he, when he, he worked a lot with women in fertility and he found that, you know, if you look at uh, like our ancestors, our body won't get pregnant unless it feels like the, the conditions are optimal nutritionally for getting pregnant. And what he would do is he'd just load in fats. If you load in fats, women will get pregnant. And there's lots of reasons for it, I guess. But like some of the nitty gritty is that like the fats make hormones. And also your body's like, oh, I've got this abundant source of things. I mean, they make everything. Like every cell lining is made from omega-3 fats. Like there's just, there's no kind of end to the benefit. So when they put beauty oil in front, yes, it's beauty oil. But it's also like, but like you're saying from the inside out, it's kind of doing all the foundational stuff as well. And so, it's also smart at this time of year. Like we give a lot of talks about how to live within the seasons of your life, but the seasons of now also in nature. Autumn, winter, you want to bring all those healthy fats in as well because they're just such a great available. Yeah, we always try it. Yeah. And so how, yeah, yeah. how do you take it? So I, I personally, maybe this is wrong, Finn will tell us. I, I put it on my porridge. I cook it. Mm. So, oh. <laughs> I fry I my onions. I just put tablespoons of it on my yeah. porridge. Actually, like when I grew up, my dad always used to give us porridge with butter on it. Like that, that was like the Scottish way and that was kind of typical to kind of do fats. We didn't be. Now we know that that's actually really good for you, but at the time it was just how I grew up having porridge. So it was such an easy switch for me to go, okay, I'll just put oils on my porridge as well. But for lots of people, that's a weird concept to have a oil on porridge. But actually, it just goes in there with the milk and it makes it really unctuous and really delicious. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. very easy. You could also just take it on a spoon. Yeah, and it disappears right. into a smoothie, disappears into yeah. yogurt. You know, there's lots of ways to kind of slide it in if yeah. you need to slide it in. Salad <laughs> <Is that laughs> dressing? Like Definitely yeah, salad. The only problem is with the really expensive oil, like a 30 quid oil, like you're going to have some oil on the bowl you want to lick the bowl <laughs> like you can cool the money no antique version drown, drown all your raw foods in, okay, in beauty oil. Yeah. Yeah. just don't yeah, yeah. get that bread yeah. in there and muff it that's up. it yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. cool where will we go next Thanks. speaking of oils maybe will we yeah yeah we yes. keep it on oils mm. fun beautiful bubble I'm, Ridiculous thing. I'm just drawn to it. Yeah, it says, yeah, I suppose I wasn't really that interested in what was in it. I was just like, <laughs> I just like, this kind of looks so beautiful on my table and I love yeah. butterflies. Um, yeah. But I'm sure there is some. Yeah, there's some magic to it. I mean, like olive oil in general, if olive oil is good, it's obviously uh, rich in, in, in polyphenols. So polyphenols are the things that make it bitter and peppery. All the characteristics of olive oil come from those polyphenols. Polyphenols are in various ways responsible for protecting our DNA from damage and improving longevity. So you'll always find like, when you look to what's called the blue zones, which are these cultures around the world that are like mm-hmm. the most like longest living cultures where the most centenarians are there. Olive oil is there, 
essential fats like salmon salmon will be there there'll always be omega-3 rich things or polyphenol rich diets as well as well and so the polyphenols are in there to help to protect your dna from damage and also protect the olive from damage so that's always it's again it's one of those whole food kind of magic things if you're getting it close to whole food you know you'll get the thing that's that protected the fruit from damage when it was on the tree essentially um but yeah also so hydroxytyrosol which is in there um it works like an anti-inflammatory it's amazing so if you go to greece um i think we might have said this actually on previous podcast so i'm not gonna harp on this for very long but um they will have a bottle of olive oil which is like an early oil they call it green oil and they'll keep it in their medicine cabinet and they'll dose their kids within winter time that sort of stuff because they know the power of olive oil as a, as a, as a whole thing so when you harvest it early you get much less oil but you get much more concentrated polyphenols so it's magic but it just tastes freaking delicious and it looks amazing that's really and enough. do you take away any of the good qualities by mixing it with vinegar like if you're doing nope, dressing not at all this. i thought you were going to say cooking with it i was like okay, oh, no. we're this is, this is <laughs> the best that you're going to talk about so yeah, I mean, like, put herself out there. I'll just, <laughs> <I get it. laughs> so yeah, so um, yeah, no, absolutely not. No, great with vinegar, and actually, there's lots of other benefits as well. Because if you're using a good apple cider vinegar, also antimicrobial, digestive, pH support, all sorts of good stuff. So I think yeah, great, great to mix in, and it's just such a lovely oil. Lily always gets really um, well, not annoyed, but when I takes these oils i'm like a i don't know i'm an olive oil snob like wine you you slurp you have the same slurp situation (laughs) like try this olive oil do you like i'm like i can't (laughs) (laughs) it's so nerdy i'm getting so embarrassing but yeah it's it's a it's a really it's a nice way to explore it because it's like coffee it's like chocolate it's one of well maybe not for you necessarily but like but for for some of us we have kind of broadened a little bit in terms of we feel there's like layers to this thing in terms of flavors with coffee definitely uh, and the same with olive oil you know there's ranges of it from nutty to fruity to grassy to peppery to almondy nutty to that and uh, yeah so so it's nice to explore it and this is a big type but the hoji bank is really light really fruity really green delicious they call it the night oil because it's gentle they have a day oil that's much more punchy so okay. yeah. and i think you know it's a lovely present as well isn't it it's for christmas if you're looking for something yeah. yeah. or who loves health yeah. Yeah. i could easily give them that and the thing is it's not one of those things they're like we don't like candles that's sitting away yeah mm-hmm. they're like everyone uses olive oil but it's also a lovely introduction and like you said lots of us won't have pretty things on our table yeah, yeah. that's cool too yeah. so having a pretty bottle like that it's like a lovely alternative christmas present that's a candle Okay, we've got more oil then. On the oils. So I went for a serum. So I was saying earlier that I'm going through the winter change of like dryness in my skin. Mm. And you said you started this and it's made a huge difference. So um, yeah, I'm very excited. I hadn't heard of this brand, so I'm super excited to try Mm. it. But I'm having a doubt it's going to be. uh, Tell me first, what do you, what is your like? skincare routine in general do you do wash that? my face <laughs> <laughs> this is the mother's thing i think yeah, I, no, 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 I, I, I do yeah, I, yeah. I have a good i have a good, yeah, good, good skin i have right. a good skin routine yeah so do you use like cleanser or t- yeah cleanse i double cleanse then i this is in the test, in the test. <laughs> no, 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 no. i double cleanse <laughs> and then i use really? um an exfoliate it's called p50 it's from this french brand then i use a serum then i use my moisturizer at night and then in the morning i just swap it out for uh my moisturizer to an spf Okay, perfect. Yes, the serum. Yeah, and so I think I think the thing is is that we, my experience of working with women and their skin, mm-hmm. um, which is a huge part of my work now, is just I think we get overcomplicated. Mm-hmm. Like lots of us think that we need to buy more and more products, and as the stuff doesn't work, 
we get more sold on well i too buy the right i'm gonna buy the vitamin a and then i'm gonna buy the mm. you know the stripping thing and then i'm gonna buy the oil and then i'm gonna buy the enzyme and then i'm gonna buy the mask and if i just keep adding more things in then maybe the thing is finally gonna happen but actually the reality is it's like we were saying before you need to be putting the right stuff internally mm. into your body the foods and stuff you need to get enough sleep you need to be not like mm. normally stressed you need to have a massage and really into all of those things and then you need to have really good quality stuff so i'm always saying to people Better to have like a really good quality oil cleanser, really good quality toner, and a really good quality serum, and use nothing else to spend your money on those things, mm-hmm. rather than having lots of things. Because the, the microbiome in the skin gets confused, like the microbiome, the gut, if you're constantly like stripping or coming on or whatever. So your routine sounds really nice. At, at winter, I find that I, summer, I just had those three things. And then in winter, I add in two things, and one of them is this. Um, and this is a bioretinol lime reduction serum, but it's not chemical base like there's not loads of stripping things when we put more chemicals in our body because we have so many chemicals going into our body every day anyway we're just adding more work for the skin to do and also the kidneys and the liver and all those kinds of things so you want to take the load off mm-hmm. so the skin can get back to going balanced and this is you know i feel relaxed just like in mom's lives like if we take the work out we can actually go oh, actually, i actually know what to do to make everything work better this one's really beautiful it's a lovely new zealand brand yeah it's actually the most popular brand of cosmetics full stop natural and not natural like all together to me it's like number one selling brand in New Zealand which is crazy it has been for like three or four years it's bizarre how things kind of trickle over to Europe from some places like like New Zealand Trilogy obviously was previously the best selling skincare brand I believe in New Zealand and these guys have outstripped I think they do a lot of work on collagen synthesis so they do a lot of like in um, in vitro work where they will add in this on top of skin cells and see what happens in terms of collagen renewal. And this one that they've proven, which is 55% increase yeah. in collagen synthesis, that's kind of a big claim, but it's real. They're like, they're not like yeah, bullshitting. Yeah. It's a huge deal because collagen, especially at our age, is really, really important. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah. where we, we want that kind of plump elasticity in our skin and, and collagen is, is that. But it's also many other things, but in terms of the skin. And this has bacuchiol as well, which is really good for like repairing it so you've got scar tissue or you've got sunspots or like those who was the bulbar pigmentation thing that's really good for that it's got lovely pricky pairing and kakai yeah no it was the first time i've come across kakai i mean i know i'm not i'm not from the maori culture and i think that's where that comes from but um but it's a vitamin a yeah exactly so it's another vitamin a but it smells i mean it smells it's like rosy and lovely and like so you put it on and it's lovely i need to put a few drops on i put it on morning and evening and I found that it's increased the hydration of my skin massively coming into this time of year, but it's also going to minimize the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles and those kinds of things. So I think it's like a, a wonder product. And yeah. it's not, this range is really, I think it's reasonably priced for what it is. And it's beautiful as well as another beautiful thing that yeah, you can have on your shelf. I know, I'm very excited. Can I ask quickly, where do you find out about your skincare store? Is it like influencers? Is it friends? Like yeah. where is that usually? It's funny, online, isn't yes. it? Or, so I, I think since Mum Talks, we've got to meet so many amazing women yeah. who are skincare experts. Okay, they yeah. studied medicine the more they studied. And generally, I think I've always gone down the route of the expert, the most expert. And yeah, I've yeah. kind of stuck to them. Yeah. Um, because, like, I grew up, my mum was a Pons woman, you know, and okay. wore by Pons. So it, she wouldn't have bought loads of products. She was just being very traditional, stuck to the same thing. So I feel like I try and yeah go for the expert and so like i don't it's not necessarily money for me on, on products as in 
I, I, not that I spend a lot, but yeah. I would be happy with a recommendation of like a five euro oil. If, yeah, yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. coming from the right person. Sure. sure so sure. It, it's, I'd say through Mum Talks really, it's where I get my information and that's, that's on, online or. If I said supporting founders as well, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> You're yeah, getting something also, from it too. Yeah. I think we've we realised that we both have very different skin. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. totally so, different. So sometimes some and that was a real kind of wow to me because I'd be like, Carl, what are you doing? So what are you doing? Yeah. And the idea yeah. of like this isn't working for me. Yeah. So yeah. it is yeah. kind of or or vice versa. Yeah. So that's um I mean it kind of sounds obvious, but it was it was quite interesting. Yeah. Makeup as well we find yeah, so different. So different. So different. It's really yeah. really individual. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, it's, it's funny because I mean most of the people who are this is, it's the same with health and cosmetics beauty like in everything where there you get an influencer that says like do this it'll do this mm. and you're like 90 percent of the time it's not going to because they're not the same skin as the person mm. who's on the screen it's a yeah. funny there's so much stuff it and see around cosmetics yeah. isn't there and I, and I think also i am an absolute bark history okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you put something shiny in front of me and that it's so uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know the inky lip balm that I bought. I just bought this lip balm that said it's gonna puff your lips up by ninety percent. And I was like, I was like in my head that I ever wanted, but now I'm like, I want that. I need that. So yeah, I yeah. am a bit of a. I will try. I will try a lot. But generally, yeah. it. I will like if I if it's my proper skincare, I will absolutely mm -hmm. go expert advice, mm -hmm. um, and then just buy pretty stuff. When I'm teaching my photographer online, I should just be making like outlandish claims, like you're this and your lips are gonna get seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'd be like, oh, well, done, done. yeah, I'm hacking in for six week course. Yeah, get get um, changes, get changes. Yeah, okay. Um, on the cosmetic thing, we keep going on that. Oh yeah, yes. This I'm is very excited. I'm obsessed with it. Isn't it cool? I mean, I found this when we were away in Cork, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. And I was like browsing for new products when you kind of supplier kind of doing a bit of like global kind of hunting. And I found this amazing American brand. And I was like, this, come here, look at this. It was like finding, it was like a David Attenborough. I was like, I found something. <laughs> and it was like, but it's made like all organic and it's like the simplest thing ever. And yet you put it on your lips and it's like a serious cosmetic thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's a yeah, serious cosmetic thing. Shows how much I know. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? High pigment for a lip balm. Uh, there yeah. you go. High yeah. pigment content. It really yeah. is. So the thing is, is and, and one of the reasons I think, I mean, you were obviously selling like natural cosmetics before mm. you met me. But I'm really, like, I love to wear makeup. I think it's really fun. I want to wear, wear fun colours, but I won't put anything on my skin unless it's natural. So for me, I've been stuck in this really murky range of, like, brand new pinky stuff that I just wasn't interested in that was all that was available for ages. So I kept seeing to feel like, please, God, find stuff that's, like, fuchsia pink or orange or shiny gold or something that I actually want to wear on my skin, but it isn't going to add loads of toxic chemicals on. And so now you started finding all these amazing things. Mm. It's just so exciting to be able to mm. say to people, like, you know, yes, you can wear these colours, but they can also be good for your body and good for the planet. It doesn't have to be this thing that's a dream. Do they do foundation as well, or do they... Oh, no, they're actually extending their range all the time. They're one of those companies where they really punch above their weight. They look like they're part of New York Fashion Week sort of thing. They have this sort of vibe, and they're, like, they're kind of up there, but they have a very limited range. They have, like a serum a rose water uh an oil cleanser this this range which was their kind of first thing which is all kind of lip balms and the amazing lip perfector thing which is i was like exfoliant for your lips my mind is blown <laughs> yeah. um, i was like it's really important yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah interesting i've heard so much about it since as well it's been great it's been nice to talk to me about it um but yeah so so they're 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 i don't think they have actual cosmetics yet but I, I, they're extending all the time so yeah we're, we're in the white favorites so she can't get in the shop 
and our me. Sorry, I just have to tell them. <laughs> Go on, fine. Perez, which is E R E E R E Z. So they're an mm. Australian company. So at the moment, you have to order from Australia. So me and my friends like all collide together and then share them mm. focus. But they have really good foundations and stuff. And then Pi, which you can order from Ireland. They have really lovely like glow serums that go in the foundation, so you can have the foundation and have the glow serum as well. So you get lovely like slightly shiny iridescent skin, and they've got a huge range, but they're all really natural as well. And so if you're looking for an expansive stuff, until Finn has got them in his shop, you can go there. There you go. Okay. That's a week. Well, we go on. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, no, I just had a question yeah. about this. But so what, what I loved about this was the. Is there? Did you say there's like? Is it beetroot that mm. makes mm. the color? Beetroot. What, what? I think it is beetroot in that one. Is it? There's there's a whole different. It's on this side. I think. Look, what have you got? Marigold, peppermint, beeswax, sunflower, camellia. What is it? Beetroot. Iron. No, iron oxide. Uh, manganese, uh, a mica for the shimmer, uh, silica, and then a tiny bit of titanium dioxide. So yeah, so it's it comes. It's a actually I don't even know how the iron oxide. I guess it's but it's a blend of those things. Uh, the manganese and the iron oxide. I think that are making the color. Yeah. And the feel, it feels amazing when it goes on mm. as well. Marigold flower extract. And that's castor as well. So castor will go really into it really quickly, which is really nice. So it'll like deeply hydrate. Yeah, and then it has that it has peppermint in there as well. So that's, that's like tinginess, which is good. So most yeah, yeah nice like the and the colder pops. It's yeah. it's the great yeah. colors, neutral one yeah. and browns. Yeah. Cool. And you nice. got great names. That one's called Jolene. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. it's so good. It just feels like Jolene would have worn that color. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. And Next. okay, let's go glam. Super glam. Yeah, exactly. So taking away from Lucy's luscious lips, I'm going to talk about my uh, daily kitchen. So I was saying, like I am, and I was saying to Lucy, like I definitely uh, go online, shop, Tesco, whenever Lucy's put in my basket, haven't, don't change. But there is, I have been trying to look at alternative cleaning products in the house. My husband's got really bad respiratory issues. So I had Eco something, I think. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I saw this and I uh, love Clementine. So mm -hmm. I love fresh smelling kitchen, you know, and I, I feel like Dettol, it, it does the job, but it just doesn't give me that mm -hmm. kind of fresh smell and also with no toxic. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'd try this. So this is a first yeah. for sure. So I'm not in any way claiming that I'm, um, that I use clean products, but yeah, this yeah. is my first one that I want it's to really try and you know, try and just change my habit of Boom. shopping. I mean, that's what we, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just a surface cleaner. Yeah, so it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly yeah, and I think it. it's, I mean, I think it's, it's kind of a, a myth really that you need to have like a bathroom cleaner and, a, you know, it's just a way to make us buy more products. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, there are certain things yeah. that you, you need like for the oven or degreasers or certain things yeah. that are different, but generally like an all-purpose spray is, is really like a one-shot thing. And I think, you know, for me, it was also about when I became a mum. Like, I just didn't, I knew that my kid was going to be crawling on the floor, putting his eyes on everything, licking all the surfaces, doing all that stuff. And I didn't want him to be exposed to all those chemicals. And you're cleaning much more at that stage as well because of the spillages and stuff that's going on. And I think then, you know, it's on their skin, you know, as well. So that's another thing you don't want them crawling around and rubbing their stuff on that. But also, like you said, with respiratory stuff, people with asthma or eczema or any of that kind of stuff, we breathe that stuff in, especially like I have a Dyson air purifier that I got last year and it was fascinating for me because I only use eco stuff in my house. But when I sprayed in my house, in my kitchen, and I had my Dyson thing there, 
It was amazing how even the Eco one made the air quality so bad instantly. Mm, and then, you know, if you then compare that to the, which I did, the Nuts Eco one, it's actually quite terrifying. Yeah. When you see, when you're actually like looking at how many particles are in the end, it shows you the color coding of the thing. We just don't realize, you know, so we're just bringing it in all the time without realizing how much that actually affects us. Yeah. And I think it's such a simple switch because it's also just as effective but also better for the planet. Yeah. And that's, mm. you know, we're all thinking about our kids and the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's nice to make those changes. And it's such a wintertime thing as well, isn't it? For most of us, we're like indoors more, mm. we're locked up inside, so we're much more exposed to the things yeah. around us. We're not kind of out of our back garden. The doors aren't open, the yeah. windows aren't open the same way. Yeah. Um, I think we're spiritual wise, yeah, it's, we talk about it a lot actually, but I don't know if you've ever come across this thing that there's certain plants that can clean the air as well. Have you come across that? Oh, yeah. Okay, so like spider plants are yeah. incredible, bromeliads are really good, and they really do the job. Like NASA have studied them to see, because they were testing them, looking to bring them to space to clean the air up there and to oxygenate and that sort of stuff. And so, yeah, certain plants, if you put them in enough concentration around the house, particularly in wintertime, will actually help to remove VOCs, which are volatile organic yeah. carbon compound things. Um, that might help your husband as well. But well, his office, I can't go into it. It's got so many of these plants and cacti. Oh, really? Take all the. Oh, cool. Oh, he's really into it. Oh, that's like a machine that's the site for his his. It's only for his office, though. Everyone else has to just filter. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got like a filter in there, is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's he's, wicked. Uh, oh, he's well on top of his game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd be very into it. But the plants as well, which is really interesting. So, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, he'd be into it. So, that's yeah, great. but as I said, that's his office and everyone else. And so, way I'm just like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Nice. Great. Good commitment. Like, yeah. uh, some, oh, it's something else for your husband. We'll come next to that. Yeah. Um, maybe, uh, what will we do next? Nine. I'm dying to have okay. okay, let's yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So, you were talking about. With Stress. You you come across lion's mane. You grabbed it up, right? Yeah. So I'd heard about lion's mane, mm -hmm. and um, I'd heard it in relation to yeah nervous system okay. and stress and and just mushrooms. I was kind of really interested in as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. again, don't know much about it. Don't mm -hmm. even know how I take it. Okay. But yeah. It's um yeah. So it was it was nervous system okay. and stress. stress response. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting. So like I think we all have different stress responses, right? So some of us there's usually three kind of categories we put people into. So like either people get angry in response to stress, they get panicky, high state anxiety in response to stress, or they get really low mood and they just want to like shut the door and pull the covers over their head sort of stress response. This guy is particularly good for them, for somebody who have more of a high panicky anxiety response to stress. That's what we find. Lion's mane is a, yeah, a, a part of a massive group of medicinal mushrooms. I mean, there's like, there's more, what is it? There's something like, there's more species of mushroom on the planet by orders of magnitudes of like 10 than there are plants. So mushrooms as a kingdom is a really undiscovered country for us mm -hmm. from a culinary point of view, from a medicinal point of view, there's so much that's out there. And there's only a few handful of people like Paul Stamets and a few others who are doing work to kind of like bring that stuff forward. If you go to Japan, they use them in like in hospitals, they'll use medicinal mushrooms in oncological parts of hospitals. So there's like it, it, Europe, for some reason, has this thing where you have this deep underlying tradition of like, you know, foraging for mushrooms, da 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 da, but then we kind of like cleave it apart from our medicines. And Lion's Mane is one of those things that kind of crosses both, crosses the boundaries, and most mushrooms do actually. But yeah, Lion's Mane is particularly known to be useful for um, for the gut and the gut brain. So, this gut brain axis, this thing we talk about a lot these days, which relies on something called the vagal nerve pathway. And so, you're, and most of us know that you have this historical thing where if you're getting nervous system responses in the gut, you'll talk about like I've got butterflies in my stomach or those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Those are things we talked about, you know, 20, 30 years ago. We didn't really understand this relationship. Lion's mane really makes sense of that relationship because what it does is it works on neurotransmitters in the gut via working on the mucosal barrier in the gut, again, mucous membrane stuff, to augment 
neurotransmitter function in the gut that then regulates the brain. And it's this really interesting repatterning that a lot of people seem to uh, benefit from. It's a, like we talked about CBD as well. I was like, yeah, CBD, less predictable, also very expensive. Lines made not cheap, but much more predictable in terms of its result. I recommend this to a lot of people, whether it's like, uh, you know, IBS type stuff, like often that, because that's IBS is really a characterization of a nervous system disorder in the gut. Um, also inflammatory stuff in the gut. So IBD or Crohn's colitis or a million different things. But also just sleep and, you know, sleep. Yeah, yeah, really basic stuff. And yeah. how soon do you tend to see results or does it depend on the person? This does depend on the person. It depends on what else you're doing in your life. If you're taking like a load of lion's mane, but you're also having like four cups of coffee a day and you've got phones attached to your ear all day long and you've got 15 kids around you, hopefully none, none of them. Those things apply, <laughs> not that extreme. But, but those things are the things that take away from the benefits. So like we're always looking at like, you know, what you used to see on those ads for like weight loss thing to say, a lot of it works along with a, a calorie controlled diet, you know? So it's kind of like, it is a little bit like that. You know, this is definitely augmenting when you want to, if you want to move away from other stressors, but you need to be conscious what the other stressors are doing in your life as well. So often it's like seven to 10 days, bit of sleep change, two weeks to three weeks, feeling really different in stressful situations. And that's, I think that's the thing where people usually notice it most. And then even more so if you, what we tend to suggest with a cycling off it after about maybe six or eight weeks and just seeing how you are when you're off it. Because we're often really bad at noticing symptoms disappear, but we're really good at noticing when a symptom comes on. Like you don't notice that your toe isn't sore, but you really notice when it is, you know? And I think that's the case with Lyme's and a lot of other things. If we stop taking it and then like, you know, like, well, I don't know if it was doing anything for me, but three weeks later we're going, oh, I'm losing my mind. You know, you go, hang on a minute, the lion's bait thing might have been doing something. Just because, so by Christmas time, Ben, it should have yeah. kicked well in. Yeah, Everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. needs that. That'll be. All the mums need the lion's mate yeah, for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly that. You should have yeah. take that. Mom, yeah, totally. mum's talks lion's mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? You brand. Um, okay, and then you have Harry. Oh, what do you want to do? Yeah, Harry? Yeah, okay. okay. So, Harry's nut butter. Oh, my God. <laughs> This mm -hmm. that's not the one I get though. No, I get the spicy one. Oh, no. It's the spicier one. Yeah, it is, yeah. You're spicy, you're not spicy. Yeah, no, I'm spicy. <laughs> um, this is, oh my God, I'm just so excited to actually leave now and tell how to keep this up again. <laughs> it is, I can't even describe how tasty this is. Yeah. But it's like just on eggs, we generally put it on eggs or with chicken or sourdough toast. It has a Don't put it on pasta with peanut butter. Wait, but like it's satay. Oh yeah, you can do it with like needles. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's I, got the spice in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Do, like, so it's so good. Like, it, I can't, oh, it's so good. And then, yeah, it's bad on. Like, when did you find the curries? Do you remember? I curry? think it was in COVID. Okay. In at one of the local shops. Yeah. And we were just trying to add it out, Patrice. Yeah. Or did you try that? I think I told you. Yeah. Yeah. The other original one, and then that, and then there's Fumbly, the chocolate one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where it's so, so in Fumbly Cafe is right. Fumbly's an amazing oh, staple yeah. for like small food producers. That's where um, Ryu came from as well. So ah, Katie yeah. used to cook oh. there. Harry was working there. Who made Harry's up butter? Like loads right. of scale. The guys who made scale bread. Yeah. They started baking there. The, so oh, okay. lots of little brands, really good food brands, have come yeah. out of the Fumbly Cafe. Oh, it's kind so of amazing. Yeah, I so. actually haven't tried this one. I haven't tried the chili one. Have you? Oh. I don't know why. How I was that? missed that. Uh, it's weird. weird. So then there are chocolate one as well. Yeah. I think. Oh. And hazelnut. Chocolate yeah. one has coffee. It's like coffee good. and yeah. chicory and hazelnut. It's really, and it's delicious. But you look at the back and you go, probably, yeah. this is probably one step too far. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. need chocolate and hazelnuts, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. actually delicious. Yeah, would you it just put that on toast? Totally. Yeah. 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 I mean, a green bottle of banana or something like that. Chocolate banana. Chocolate banana toasting. Let's go. Yeah. 
Speaking of lunchtime, yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm excited about this. So yeah. I miso, I was in a restaurant and um person I was with ordered uh, roasted aubergine with miso mm -hmm. and I was like <laughs> I was like what? weird. Uh, I got the burger, please. And but then I was just had such food envy, and he gave me a taste of it. Nice. it was absolutely delicious. So yeah. I'm looking forward to try that. And also miso, I'd heard about for um, actually tummies that it was big time. Yeah, bang on. Yeah, nicely done. Uh, miso is an amazing thing. It's been in your life forever. It's been in my life forever as well. Like I, so, when I was growing up, my dad, who started the shop with my mum, um, the the only dad wasn't like the nursemaid around the house, let's say. He wasn't, you know, if you were sick, you didn't get looked after that. But the one thing he did do was if he had like stomach bug stuff or that sort of stuff, he'd be like, okay, I'm gonna get you some miso. I don't know what it was, but that had this like deep macrobiotic kind of sense. And so he would like get kombu and shiitake mushrooms and celery and carrots, spice them up, boil them in water for like 10 minutes, then add in big dog to miso. And that's what you'd eat first when you'd been a bit off, a bit off or under the weather. And it really works. Miso's like fermented food, so we all know about fermented foods. But it's one of the most traditional ferments from Japan, which is probably the culture that is the most experienced with fermented foods if we go through them. But um, miso comes from soybeans, right? So it's soybeans and barley. So it's always like soybean and then some sort of other carbohydrate. And so the Japanese were apparently, this is like how the story goes, they didn't eat soybeans raw or roasted. Like, you know, the edamame thing, that's not really a big tradition there. Because they, they understood it for some reason that actually you didn't really get a lot of the nutrients out of soy when it was just cooked or steamed, you had to ferment it to unlock the nutrients. And that's what happened. So soy is like an amazing source of calcium and iron and manganese and zinc and all sorts of other fantastic stuff. And yeah, so when you get it in miso form, you've got a fermented form. So you've got all of those nutrients are like unlocked, really good for you. You're getting the probiotic stuff for your gut, all that sort of lovely stuff. And, lovely and it lasts stuff. ages and ages. Forever and ever and ever. Yeah. So it's a soup and, or yeah, as a kind of a broth. And yeah. then with the aubergine, is there mm -hmm. anything else you could do? So I would often make a glaze for roast sweet potatoes mm -hmm. with that, with miso and harissa. That's mm -hmm. delicious. And a little bit of maple syrup. Maple syrup That's yes. uh, so divine. Roast sweet potatoes in the oven. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Or even lamb with that as well. Same type of thing. You can do glazes for lots of things because it's got this really unctuous, salty mm -hmm. vibe. Um, yeah. Oh. So, so it's glazed, you just put in a saucepan. So, and so what I would do is I'd mix it with olive oil just to kind of loosen it up and then put in a dollop of harissa, a dollop of um, maple syrup, a bit of mustard maybe as well. And then, yeah, glaze the, glaze the sweet spots, turn them in the bowl, pop them in the oven. I know, so simple. It's really, it's really, it's so simple. It's one of my favorite, yeah. favorite things. I, think I can make it all the time with you, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, cool. so Christmas. Yes. <laughs> so you'd loads to choose from on Christmas. Yeah. And <laughs> you were trying to get me to get the truffle chocolate, which just, I buy. The truffle chocolate. They keep it, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're major, we love coffee in our house. And um, yeah, I thought, this is a lovely little present. And I love the back, is it? Yeah, so for David, I'm going to give that to him. So how many for your coffee at home? What's your um, We have a bean machine. Mm. So bean to cup. Bean to cup, yeah. Bean machine. Yeah, yeah one of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it a, is it sage or one of those? Sage, yeah. It is. Ah, yeah. you're a smarty pants. You always yeah. know a good coffee household. We got a yeah. sage. I like sage for all. I don't know. Everyone just like it goes mad about it about a brand sometimes. You know, like there's a lot of hype there. But actually, from the point of view of making coffee, yeah. it's as close as you get to a commercial quality. Yeah, coffee yeah, yeah. Machine. It's really it's good. And actually, what it did, so we got it in lockdown. And so every, I think the yeah. sage machines went insane. Probably. Like, I think, yeah, yeah. And I think what it's made us do was also, I don't really buy coffee. I know it's mm. not good for local businesses. I mean, I still do, but generally like the first cup of coffee in the morning and actually 
I, I'm, I don't know if you guys drink coffee, but for me in the morning, I get up before anyone in the house and I go down mm. and I have my cup of coffee mm. in the kitchen and it's really quiet mm. with nothing and I just sit there drinking. It's a little ritual. It is a ritual. It's a beautiful ritual. Cup, yeah. glass cup yeah. as well. So I guess I got the got the nice glass, uh, like glass cups, you know, yeah, the double. Yeah, the ball things, yeah, yes. I'm yeah. totally with you on that. Yeah, totally yeah, yeah. And it makes a huge difference to the taste of coffee. <laughs> it's, isn't it weird? Um, you can be like, you can be tired or as a result of getting up earlier, but your day is oh, definitely easier. It makes such a difference. Yeah, rather than really. on the back foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so in our house, yeah, coffee's a big thing. And um, yeah, I just thought it had to be a gorgeous mm. present. I mean, it'll definitely be juggled before Christmas, but yeah. <laughs> I'll wrap up the empty box and I'll drink coffee. Uh, and I just drink black coffee as well, so it, I really find I have to be really particular. And do you like darker roasts or medium roasts or lighter Dark. roasts? You know, okay, well that's perfect yeah. too, because these the rest the rest of the stuff that Cloud Picker does that we do are much more medium roasts, much more like boutique yeah. kind of like you know fruity stuff but this is much more punchy coffee i haven't even tasted it yet but i'm just looking at the, the tasting notes are hey, chocolate orange honey oh, hazelnut oh, probably come yeah. on do they do decaf see i'm just they do yeah. Yeah. really good decaf yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah decaf one because i'm like super sensitive to decaf like even for me like the caffeine in a decaf is too much loads of the time yeah, yeah but yeah. the cake picker one is is the one that they sold yeah and it's delicious yeah there you go. Nice. Wow. Okay. So there we go. We got some we serious bars. So yeah. much. So much. So much. You're so you welcome. So much. Thank you for coming in. This oh, it's so amazing. Brilliant. Yeah, I feel like it's been like a school day in a good way. Okay. It's my exit time. I told you you might have to re-add me. An encyclopedia. Yeah. Like, you have so much information. I'm giddy about it. That's for sure. That I mean, amazing. yeah. I don't know. I like. So, you know, some stuff sticks and some stuff doesn't stick. Mm. It's, I think as I, I think as I get older, I've been to think that I should. Yesterday morning, I was thinking about this because. I'm really bad with like names of actors like don't ask me song names but ask me like what the name of the compound is that pomegranates produce <laughs> like, whatever yeah. so, you know, and that, that'll be there I, I don't and know did just you, did you think you got that from your parents yeah 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 but like also different so, so my, that's weird actually because my, my mum was a social worker my dad was like a failed English literature student and agriculture bum like he was all over the place he was doing all sorts of weird stuff and um, my dad wanted to set up a fruit and veg shop, like in 1979, and my mum was like, with what money? He's like, yours. And she was like, ah! <laughs> so they did, and my, my grandma was coming in baking bread and making soup, and then they got into like macrobiotic stuff, because that started happening. So the same year my parents set up the shop, uh, a cafe opened in Temple Bar, which was not hip at all of those days. Temple Bar was just like a, you know, a drug den. It was a dangerous place, you didn't go there. And they opened up a cafe in, in Temple Bar called the Golden Dawn that had a yoga space upstairs. And that was like, you know, yoga space in 1979? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're still kind of newish now, you know, yeah, they're still yeah. kind of, so it was very progressive and even the word progressive attached to my parents <laughs> is odd because, you know, I, I feel like it's the only progressive thing they kind of ever did. I'm so sorry to say that. I, that's really, that's really, I totally realized how bad that's It's like terrible on the mom talks talk. But they're progressive We'll be editing this. All right, my mom worships your mom. Yeah, that's interesting. Absolutely worships because we grew up in, I grew up in Rath Mines. So yeah. mom was coming to see your mom. I get like, we, so we go to the doctor and the doctor would tell us the medicine. She's like, right, I'm just hopping down to Hopsack and to find out what you really need to be taking. And she'd come back with all these Yeah, you know, Well, I mean, mom, mom definitely, I think from a knowledge point of view, that was where all of my knowledge started. Yeah, without a doubt. Because she, she's trained as a master medical, master medical herbalist. She was involved with health freedom stuff when I was a teen and kind of growing up. And yeah, so I got definitely a lot of it from her. Dad had his weird little things. He did his miso soup. He did kombucha in the hot in the hot press in the baker's bowl. Stank. I was like, what is this crappy kombucha stuff? You know, 
Uh, so amazing. Yeah, it's a, for me it was just so annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But always, is it weird when it's too close to you? Like, I've always been here in this one centre. Uh, no, we opened Harold's Cross in 79, opened here in December 83. They had one in Stillorgan for a couple of years, but that didn't work um, for lots of reasons. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. And then we just kind of like trimmed down because they weren't getting to see us grow up. So they were like, okay, let's yeah. just do one and do it well. And is it the oldest shop here? I think it is now, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. us and then the heritage was called John Adams yes. and oh, what was the third shop? Oh, the bake, Wooden Spoon Bakery across the road. I think they were the other one wow. over December 83. Yeah, mad, eh? Just the year after you were born. 70, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, yeah, 79. I was like, oh, I was born in 78, sorry, <laughs> correct. Yeah, sorry. Yes, like, yeah, three, right? the year after I was born, I was one, yeah, it's true. Oh, that's a big mum. That's a big yeah. mum. Yeah. Mum is hardcore. My mum is yeah, really yeah. hardcore. She does it, there's no... BS. No, yeah, so she's focused on what she needs. Yeah. I think probably she could have done with the self care stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think she'd say it herself now as yeah, well. She, she, I think you could mm-hmm. honestly talk to her about that. She would say like parenting in her day uh, was there was much less um, of an environment of culture of self care. Definitely, even yeah. even in this kind of world, you know, definitely. And I think she, you know, the expectation. My mom was also part of like she. She was getting called on to legalize. She was a big part of that movement. So she was like, she was marching. She was like a real actual activist. Um, mm. She was out burning her bra in the late sixties, and like so yeah. So she she really was a, an activist. I guess that's what the shop kind of comes from. That yeah, kind of activism. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. I don't think about it a lot, but it's a nice nice thing to reflect on. Yeah, for sure. Good one. Good mum. Yes. Yeah. Good yeah. mums. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thank you, mums, for talking. It's talk to mums. And good. That's correct. So yeah. would you have to say thank you to our sponsors? Yes, indeed. Yeah. So thank you, Clearlight, for uh, for being our great uh, infrared sauna partner. So we are very, very lucky to have um, um, a fantastic infrared sauna company called Clearlight. Who, if you guys want to get the benefit of red light, that healing, inflammation reducing, energy enhancing, sleep supporting red light thingy, and you want to do that beautiful self care, a bit like the cuff coffee in the morning. Maybe it could be in a sauna though. Um, come and talk to us. We'll get your discount codes. Also, we produced a range of clothing. Our carefully consciously curated capsule collection of da 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 conscious clothing something like that I, I, I think a double dozen one but anyway go to the wandering into wellness project.com please to support this and grab your last of i think our our clothing that we've got remaining in stock um nice pieces but they're good we've got lovely winter they're good for christmas yeah clothes. we're the right season they're nice hoodies they're unisex hoodies unisex zip up thingies mm. um and t-shirts and yeah. long sleeve tops and they're all organic all made effortly and sustainably all that they crap. have no toxins in them so when you put them on your body, you're not building all those toxins into your skin. So that's a really important part of it. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. I think so. All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Post comments and bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. bye. Hey, well done. Thank you, guys. Job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> a double fat. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. <laughs>